Hey guys and welcome back to Tina Rue with your girl the Hooligan. How's it been? How's it going? I hope you guys are doing alright out there. If you guys hear a lot of background noise, that's my fault because I'm currently in the middle of making myself a midnight snack. So don't mind it. Anyways, <laughs> I just finished reading this story called 316 and Panther, which is like something cute and I think I talked about it before at some point with you guys, but I never actually got to finish it because it was ongoing at the time. And now that it's finished, I definitely have some opinions about this, like the, the manga. And uh, I'm going to start off with saying it didn't end the way I thought it would end. It's definitely a lot more bittersweet than I thought it was going to be. But like, let me explain why. So, when, let's just say, let's start from the beginning. Uh, when the story starts taking place, the story is about this young girl who moves from, like, you know, higher in the mountains into, um, Tokyo City. Now, it's summertime, this is before school starts, so she kind of just goes on exploring the area, because she's a curious soul, which is cute. I feel that. And... While she's exploring, she ends up coming across this like abandoned house that's being built. And she goes in there and she ends up seeing this guy napping in like the dirty floors, just sitting there chilling, napping. And she wakes him up thinking, you know, maybe he's dying from a heat stroke or something. She tries to give him water, wake him up, and then he kind of is like, oh, you're different and is immediately kind of like entranced by her like yeah I like, I like you bro so he basically commits himself to being her pet completely unwarranted and unnecessarily but that's what makes it interesting right? <laughs> it's not every day someone comes up to you saying hey um i'll be your pet that's a very particular situation you know what i mean <laughs> very precarious anyways she's like freaked out by this like uh whatever but he kind of makes his way into her home and she kind of feels bad because she thinks you know this guy is homeless like he clearly doesn't have anyone to go to and she kind of accepts him and this kind of starts their like strange pet slash master relationship and he takes his role very very seriously like very seriously and he he treats himself as a pet and he follows her around everywhere. He starts living in her closet. <laughs> Mind you, he's very attractive and all of this is like super well drawn. Anyways. So she's like, okay, this is weird just happening, but fuck it. I guess this is what happens when we move to Tokyo. And when she starts school, she realizes that they end up going to the same school. And he is part of a popular, like, boy group. Well, just boys who are popular in high school. Or like second years or whatever. And she's weighed out by this, like, okay, well, clearly you have friends. But he's like, no, I still want to be, like, with you. And so to show her, like, his affection in a way, he gets her, like, this pair of, like, earrings that are, like, like a crescent moon and two stars together like touching and it's supposed to have a symbolism of like always wanting to be together 
Now clearly she doesn't understand this kind of affection that he's like freely throwing at her like a crazy man. But you know, this kind of builds a relationship and she's just getting to know some of his friends. And one friend that seems to get a lot of attention from her specifically is one of the guys who tends to look a little scary. Now everyone knows him as school for being quite intimidating, but it's not because he's a bad guy or anything like that. Looks that way, you know, it's not his fault. He just comes across looking a little intimidating, but he actually has a really big heart, and he kind of shows that to her multiple times. And she realizes this, and they start kind of having like a bit of an affection towards each other. And this affection kind of grows into, you know, I want to be with you. Now, this is where the situation gets complicated because. <laughs> How do I say this? She has a whole man pet at home. I'm gonna call him that because I mean, what else do I call him? I'm not call him a pet pet because he's human, but whatever. He has a good hat though. I guess that's where the term um panther comes from. Anyways, so he's acting like her pet, and he doesn't feel like in a way he's good enough for her because he definitely has this mysterious, strange way. He's definitely like a wild boy, but like a nice, sweet wild boy. But still, wild boy. Like, if somebody saw you, like, if you saw your daughter with a dude like this, you'd be like, mm, I'm gonna have to question you first, like, seriously. Anyways, or your son or someone like that, you'd be like, oh, I'm gonna have to seriously question you. So, <laughs> so, from then on, like, it's this weird, like, is it a love triangle? Is it not a love triangle? Is it two different situations? Is it not two different situations? And scary man, kind of, scary boy, whatever, kind of ends up taking the initiative and asking her out. By the way, all of these guys that she's hanging out with got money at the wazoo. Like, <laughs> like the scary guy, his father owns like a cosmetic company. The guy that she quote unquote keeps as a pet actually comes from wealth. Uh, it's a little spoiler for you guys. Is it a tri love triangle or is it not a love triangle? She does like them both fawning for her. Like she is here for that. Like she's not one of those pretenders like, oh, I can't have two guys fighting. No, no, no. She's like kind of down for it. <laughs> But you know, all the power to you. At least you're honest with yourself. Um, yeah, so it's a weird, complicated relationship. And then you think it's like it would end with like that being surface level, but it doesn't. It gets so much more drastic and dramatic, like in a drop of a hat. It starts off like a cute little shoujo with all the tropes and all the this and that and the fourth. And all of a sudden, bam, you get so much drama. Family drama, dynamics drama, situationships drama, like marriage. Like, it gets crazy. And I'm like, yo, like, aren't these guys in high school? Like, shouldn't you not be thinking about, like, marriage until you're, like, almost 30? I don't know. I know that's not because married young. That's a cute whatever, whatever thing, whatever, whatever, whatever. But, uh... I'm not personally cool with it. I, I guess that's just a me thing. Whatever. My own opinions aside. But I don't know. I feel like it was like too fast. Like 
and don't get me wrong, the relationship developed over the course of like a year or two. But to me, it was just to bring out marriage and be so young and then also so wealthy and affluent. It's kind of strange. And the only reason they like her is because she's cute and she's a little feisty. But honestly, it's just so much and I feel like there's a lot of unresolved tension between the two love interests like the two triangle love interests the pet boy and like the angry boy honestly it's just it's a bittersweet ending because in a situation where they're all friends and they've all gone through so much and they're all going through so much and they're all like influencing and changing like it just becomes a lot and it's kind of crazy because she doesn't really have female support until like really later on like midway through the whole story so most of the time she's just dealing with this by herself but i found it to be an interesting read and personally i give it a three out of five because i thought i thought it was interesting that art was beautiful but i don't know i feel like there was a lot of loose ends that weren't really solved and something sort of been fleshed out a bit more and you know some people said they didn't like it when I was reading the reviews like oh it really wasn't worth reading and so forth but I'm like I think it was worth reading I'm like yes it wasn't the happy fairy tale story that we usually should but I'm like it's a story that needed to be told regardless of whether it's happy or not you know those types of situations and it's hard for me to sit there and say, oh, I've never written something like that. Because I definitely have. And I, I understand the struggle of writing a very beautiful story. But then also having to, like, wanting to put angst and wanting to put feelings in it. And, like, I just don't know. I think it was conveyed a little oddly. Personally. But it wasn't a bad read. Like, it wasn't a bad story. Like some people said. I just think that if you know what you come here for, like... It gets better if you don't know what you're dealing with it's not a great story because then you're expecting it to come in through one way and it comes out through the other so anyways as I watched that I also uh, I'm sorry read that I also found myself reading something very similar because I had to go into like little rabbit holes so I ended up reading oh, save me lollipop thanks a lollipop uh, what I have to say about it is don't watch the anime uh, save yourself some manga if you want to read it, if it sounds interesting to you. Let me explain. Save Me Lollipop, it's about a girl who basically wants dudes to fawn over her, protect her, that she's beautiful, and basically do like a princess. That's what she wants, so that is the goal. And one day, while she's like, chill with her friends eating at a bakery whatever um one dude uh one uh hold on how do I explain this a candy falls on her dish and she thinks it's part of the meal so when she puts it in her mouth uh she ends up accidentally swallowing I'm not gonna say how but she ends up accidentally swallowing it but it's not a candy it's a pearl it's like a magical pearl and that pearl is needed by magicians magicians that aren't from that world I need it to complete their training and to become full-fledged magicians, like some like high-ranking magicians. Um, 
And the two guys will end up finding her and realizing that she's the one who, uh, quote unquote, ate the magical candy. Uh, they now are forced to protect her and find a way to get the pearl out of her without accidentally hurting her because they don't want to kill her, even though others are not very compassionate. Oh, excuse me. Anyways. Others are not so compassionate and want to just kind of rip it out of her or digest her. Like, <laughs> just get it out of her one way or the other. But they're actually pretty nice and their goal is to like find a magical potion that's going to help her get rid of it. Like go through the cycle of getting rid of it and her body. And then protecting her in the meantime so not nobody else gets her and tries to like yank her off of existence. So now she kind of gets everything she wanted and she doesn't realize, like, and she comes to realize that it comes with some faults. Because now she's not allowed to be alone. Um, these two guys are constantly, like, on top of her. A, that kind of makes her, um, sus to everyone in the school. Like, oh, okay, like, how did you end up going with two, uh, two hot guys right now? Like, what is it about you, bro? Uh, and she's just trying to kind of live her normal life. But she can't even go to the bathroom by herself. So she kind of gets what she wanted, but with an asterisk. But it's a really, like, interesting little story. It's nothing crazy. I think it's very simplistic. And if you know someone, like, I think under the age of, like, 12, it's a perfect little read. And there are kisses and, like, there's romances that bloom between, like, the two boys and her. And, like how it makes her feel and it's kind of cute it is kind of cute i'm not gonna lie it has its moments but then i did the mistake which was i decided to watch the anime because i had an english dub and i was like oh i can watch this while i do other things or whatever so i'll keep it on the background right i'm not i'm gonna lie, i'm not gonna lie to you I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you it wasn't really good the animation was how do i say this not very well done like the characters were still kind of on brand but just a little dumbed down the voice acting wasn't bad at all but like the story was basically recycled in every single episode and it was still wrong it was only like 13 episodes but still a lot of like the little things that made you get emotionally involved in the story weren't really there in the animation and that's a real freaking shame because it wasn't a bad story. It really wasn't. Um, but I don't know. I just, I don't recommend you guys watch it. It kind of soured the taste of the story in my mind. Uh, you ever seen like an anime adaptation so bad that it's like, do I even really like the first one? And that's why I'm saying like, it is definitely a kid kind of like anime, like manga and anime. But it has heart where I feel like the animation kind of dismissed that. And it took off, like, some of the important, like, character, like, romance and building scenes for recycled, like, battle animations. And I was just, like, not having it. <laughs> I really wasn't having it. But I thought it was a cute story. Nevertheless, it definitely had that first love, innocence kind of situation going on. And I appreciate stories like that. I uh, don't wrong, like, reading steamy romances and all my dramatic shit. But sometimes... Going back to like the simple like crushes is 
just as good as anything else. In fact, it kind of makes you feel a little bit more because it gives you that high stakes feeling without being super high stakes, you know what I mean? It's getting a little drama. But I enjoyed it. Uh, and I don't know if I would recommend this one over 16th, uh, C16 and Panther. But I don't know if I would recommend either of them like that because these are like two very niche taste <laughs> I want to say like not much the first one I can see the first one is like if you don't like bittersweet things then stay away and for the second one I think you have to come into the mindset that this is gonna be like cutesy and very sweetsy and very like for kids like um it's a good example of that like a uh, moody putty no I want to say that that even that's a little too much adults uh absolute no, that's a little steamy. Um, hmm. uh, I'm trying to think of like a good ex okay. <sighs> oh, okay. I have so many in my head right now, but I'm like I'm trying to figure out the right one to say. Because uh, some of them like in like I would consider very kiddish, but they also have like kind of like sexual undertones. So I think I'm gonna go with Pink Innocence. Which, if you know what that's about, <laughs> then you know. But something along the lines of, like, um, even a card capture Sakura. Like, yeah, it has adult names in it. And I would even say that that's a bit more mature than this story. But if you're very young or you just want that feeling of, like, that young, sweet innocence and love, then I would go for it. But otherwise than that, then I would just kind of avoid the both of these. <laughs> But yeah, this is what I got today. Um, I plan on reading some more webtoons soon. So I'll definitely get back to you guys on that one. Also, have you guys seen the commercials for freaking, what's it called? Um, re uh, Remarried Empress? Like, uh, uh, we've gotten so fucking, I'm just so happy that it's like getting recognition like that because it's so good. And I'm still reading, um, men, uh, Harem of Men, whatever. Super good. Super good. Still getting out. But I'm gonna go for now. Have a good night. Have a good day. Have a good time. And bye. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.